Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical, uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. G'day viewers, welcome to episode 66 of Radio Hot Lap, that zany podcast that takes a light-hearted look at the world of motor racing, international gadgets, and international gadgets, <laughs> and local barbecues. <laughs> yeah, and poorly. <laughs> Hello mate. <laughs> How you going? Good. Good, Good. to see you again, Good. Good. viewers. Nice to be here, as usual. Yeah. 66. 66, clickety click. Maxwell well Smart, no, minus a third. Yep. Oh, no, right. sorry, Barbara. No, Agent yeah. Barbara Feldman. That's right. That's two. Wow, 66. Anyway. Welcome to Litigation Weekly. Lit- your <laughs> motorsport... <laughs> oh, oh, where are we going to start? Mate, well, you want to start, start off? Let's just start with... Well, here we go again. It must be September. It's a week... Uh, sorry, a year and a week after uh, Brocky died, basically. And Colin McRae. Vale Colin McRae. The man who basically launched uh, thousands of kids around the globe into drifting a Subaru four-wheel drive on dirt. Buying PlayStations. Absolutely. Playing, Playing WRC game. Yep. And Absolutely. it even made me buy a two-door WRX, one of the genuine STIs. Yep. 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 399 came into the country, JP, not 400. One I know, fell one off fell off the forklift. That's right. On the dock in Japan. Yep. So there we go. Yeah, so uh, poor Colin's sad. no longer with us. Nor's his uh, son. Very, very tragic circumstances. Uh, helicopter crash. And apparently one of his son's uh, best mates. And a long time friend of his from school who was now living in France. Yeah, I think it's all everybody would have heard this sort of news. So, you know, we well, just... it, it's, it's actually, uh, uh, whilst you say I think everybody would have heard it. It's not really been covered by the mainstream media. No, it hasn't over here. Particularly over here. I mean, in the UK it's been everywhere, but uh, over here it hasn't been uh, touched by the mainstream media hardly at all. So um, I'm sure there are people out there who haven't heard, who don't go on the websites or don't subscribe to Auto Fiction or whatever, who don't actually know at this point in time. So. Or Motorsport E-News. Yeah, or Motorsport yeah, News. Or, or, or any, any of those yeah, mainstream that's things. Right, yeah. That's quite true. Um, I ran into a, a bloke in the park yesterday who's actually from Glasgow. He's got an old old guy. We, we catch up there. We're doing park time with the dogs. Oh, yeah. Hello, Rust. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Rust. Uh-oh. Dogs asleep. Dogs is asleep. Just had another feed of chicken after the regular meal. And... Um, he uh, we had a little bit of a chat about that. He was telling me how frightened he was when he last went up in uh, in helicopters and uh, was tr- was forced to when his brother won a trip and around the city of Glasgow. And he said, yeah. "Oh, I don't want to go up on the thing." And, and the city is all—it's not the same. They've knocked down all the places, and it's all freeways. Come on, Ruby. That was his dog, anyway, and that was it. So, uh, not mm. at all. Very, very sad ending uh, to a wonderful man's life. Bloody helicopters, honestly. But what's the coincidence, mate, that uh, David Richards, yes. the chairman of ProDrive, yep. 
who was involved with Colin back there in the Subaru days, yeah, was... what's the chance of him coming back from Spa in a helicopter on Sunday because he didn't, or Saturday rather, I wasn't quite sure of the timing, um, didn't want to stay there, he and his wife, and coming into Stansted, yeah. a little bit out, there's a bit of a clunk and there's a transmission fail and the thing manages... They, they get it to the ground, but it falls on its side, and he's taken it, they're both taken away for shock. So what's the chances of, in the same 24 hours, two people Absolutely. significantly in the in the world of motorsport that had worked together? It's very so You hadn't heard that? No, I hadn't heard that bit. And, um, and McRae was actually Saturday. It wasn't Sunday. So uh, in the like UK time. So uh, It was... Um, David Richards decided to come back prior to the Grand Prix as a, as a mark of respect. Right. And... They had a helicopter crash, but they walked Unreal. away. Unreal. So, anyway, end, end of another era. And then rallying. It's not a good week for rallying, is it? Because Gronholm reckons he's uh, going to give it all away at the end of the season. Well, where well, someone goes, uh, another seat is vacated. Well, that's true, That's a, which is a good sign. Um, you new know, talent coming uh, in, and he's certainly yeah. made his mark on the oh, yeah, on, the, on the sport. And, yeah. um, you know, we'll remember his chin for a long time. Mm. <laughs> we will. Yes, we remember... Now, Colin McRae wasn't a sir, was he? But he was an order of the British Empire or something the Queen did in about 96, I think, or 97. After he, what he, won, he won his first championship in 95. And I think it was the year after or the year after that he was made a uh, Knight of the British Empire or yeah, something, something like or that. The other. He was, yeah. it, was, it was acknowledged by the Queen yep. for something prior to... Uh, prior to his yeah. commitment to sport and blah, blah, blah. But all the rest of it. I uh, read a, a, a sort of a, not an obituary, but a, a sad note from uh, the president of Codemasters. Because yes. they are, are producing a game there um, called Dirt, which is just about to be released for the Xbox 360, it which is. looks You're really, right. really good. Oh, JP, you got a bit on that. My God, viewers, he's done a bit of research. Don't be nasty. Actually, the page that was that had the bit from Codemasters on, I haven't got with me, but I did actually look at it today. Yes, and... Uh, he said that what a sad loss it was and what a fantastic bloke he was and how um, they wouldn't have written any you know, any of these games in the, in the way that they've been written and, and be as good as they were without uh, Colin McRae's involvement, obviously. Just going back to the David Richards scenario and uh, the coincidence of that, it's funny that things in motorsport seem to happen in pairs a lot. And I'm sort of, you know, there's, no, there's nothing pleasurable about it, but... The fact is, pairs of things happen in very short periods of time. Rather and than th threes. Well, that's right, rather than yeah. threes. And if we go back to 1994, Roland Ratzenberger was killed on the Saturday and Ayrton Senna on, on the Sunday. Sunday. Yep. If you go back 10 years prior to that, you'll find Stefan Beloff and yeah. Manfred Winkelhock were killed within a week of each other in sports car racing. So it's very odd that that sort of stuff... And I don't know why, but... Yeah, uh, just the way yeah, it seems to work out. There's nothing to be, you know, taken as a you know, pleasure that the second item has happened. But, oh no, no, no! But at least we we sort of <laughs> please no more, yeah, no more trouble. Absolutely no more. Thank you. So, yeah. mate, last weekend was uh, the Spa race, and uh, the Formula Ones have gone back to Spa first time yes, since first it's been uh, resurfaced, and uh, it's um, an absolutely great track. Kimmy's on the money again. You're crunching. <laughs> Linda will be listening. You caught me right. <laughs> I put that in my mouth then when you said, mate. Um, yes, uh, we, they did go back to Spa. And uh, 
and Ferrari's are back up there. And uh, Lewis Hamilton's only two points in front now. Yeah, that's correct. Um, and it's uh, two or three, I think. Two, I think. All right, well, you probably got the stats there. But uh, And might, we might point out to the viewers that we don't have laptops and computers sitting here as we're chatting. No, having we don't. Our oh, yeah, we haven't had super drive. Beers, yeah. And our Miller Genuine Draft. That's right, because oh. I've been on the wagon all week and I really have. That's right. He really has. We don't have the, we don't have the machines sitting here. We could if we wanted, but we'd rather not do that. Some no, people prefer sort of to do that. We do our research and sort of you know, otherwise we get the whole out. idea of Radio Hotlap when we started out was just a couple of blokes sitting around like as if we're you know in the pub or just in in someone's study having a beer, having a drink, a chat, you know, da 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 da. And so we've we've made it sort of a, a house rule, if you like, that uh, we don't have the computers and stuff in front well, of us, even if we don't do it at home. Yeah, that's right. Because there's enough wireless hotspots around, but we digress over all sorts of things there. Yeah, we do, Look, yeah. without this turning into digressing again, <laughs> rather than using the inherent word that we did a few weeks ago, um, <laughs> turning into the McLaren show, because there's a lot to be talked about there, and I suppose well, it's already been talked about. There's a hundred million reasons to talk about that's it. That's right. I'm feeling quite fine, are you? <laughs> yeah, very fine. <laughs> Ron's not feeling too fine, though. Well, Ron Dennis is like, actually, you know, I'll give the guy credit because how he can focus and, and just move on to the next thing. But, you know, what the media say in the $100 million is not exactly clear as, as, as that. As, no. um, but anyway, focusing on the race, um, he downplayed a, uh, uh, an issue that um, Lewis Hamilton had come and said, look, I, I felt that Alonso had forced me wide at La Source on the first time round and said, look, you know, that's, that's just... You know, I just don't see that. Just get yeah. on and race. I really had a gutful sort of of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I suppose... I've, I've got enough worries of my own right at this moment without listening to you two win, John. And I mean, I, I understand from, from the press is that, that Alonso hasn't spoken to uh, Ron Dennis since the Hungarian Grand Prix or something like that with, yeah. with the pit stop issue, which, by so the way, what? just today they've said that they're not going to go through the with the appeal process on it. Oh, they're not? No, that's, uh, they've got another enough appeal process uh, yeah, to well, worry about that he's backing up. Very but, true. I mean, look, you got to win the world championship at that point however you do and uh, Alonso has offered all his mechanics a 650 pound bonus for the last spa race each oh, yeah? if they help him get ahead of uh, is that right yes out uh, of his uh, own uh, pocket uh, well whoa I didn't well it wouldn't that. be out of Ron's pocket would it he couldn't afford it <laughs> not right at the moment anyway with a hundred million dollar uh, fine hanging over them um, which is what I don't know, 118 million dollars US, and yeah. half of that will be taken off because basically, sure, it's 118 million dollars that you're going to lose if you don't take in the earnings. Yep. You don't take in the earnings that you would have got from the constructors' championships points, and you're going to have to pay half that. And of course, you know, Norbert Hag's already been said. Look, <laughs> I might chuck you in half. Yeah, <laughs> oh, well, I think Ron yeah, verbal that. Um, but you know, it's, it's not just that. They're also like because they have no points. They don't get free travel. They have yeah. to pay for that. And they're also going to be up the shitty end of the pit lane. Yep. How funny is that going to be? <laughs> that be... will be good, won't it? They're having lunch with Spiker. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now that they've been bailed out by a billion... In, billion yeah. A billion... A billion... In, billion... Well, good on them. Yeah, well... It's yeah. great, isn't it? Good to see. Hey, but, listen, as long as they're all running, and then we get good entertainment. I mean, you can't complain about that. And as long as the race, you know, the racing keeps going well. And I think Formula One this season... Actually, has been probably one of the best seasons out of the last five. At off least. the track, <laughs> well, on and off the track. I mean, just the whole thing is people are interested in it again because of all these things that are I've going told on. A, and, I told you, you know, a good sex scandal would get V8 supercars yeah. up. 
Do you know something I don't know? <laughs> <laughs> but who's up who and who's paying I the rent? Anyway, talk, well, just last word on McLaren. Well, not if, quite, well, but anyway. Right. You, you, you've got more to do, but last word currently on McLaren. Got to look at uh, Auto Fiction this week. Stoney's cartoon. Brilliant. That's all I'm going to say. Just the one little bit that he's got there that looks like a newspaper thing, and it just says, Used by day on Ferrari contraband well, parts. We might make that the And graphic. I think that's fantastic. What we might do is we might take a photo of that, put it yeah. up there, credit Auto Fiction, and make it the graphic of the of the day for the show. Well, because there's some international viewers that can't really look at that. There's a, yeah, yeah, copyright, no, we can't and do Stoney's that. But we're going to take a look. Yes, we're happily doing it. Yep, absolutely. Stoney should be in there. Everybody's seen Stoney anyway with the uh, Nicky Lauda who won the uh, World Championship. But you remember that the McLaren, the, the big shit fight there, it all, it all came about it because of these leaked Ferrari documents that apparently mm-hmm. happened to be in the hand of a bloke called Stepney That's who handed right. it over to a bloke called Coglin. Well, yeah. nothing would have happened except that Coglin took them in to a, uh, into a, a print shop. Why would you take them he took a print them, shop? Oh, he wanted them copied. He took them into a common print shop, right, to have yeah. them copied. yeah. He took them in, right? Right. And the person who took them and photocopied them went, this is a bit sus, and tipped off the FIA. Well, the FIA and Ferrari acknowledged, they said, thank you very much, you know, you've done a good good, good citizen, you've been a good person. Do you know who that person was? (laughs) It was Coglin's wife. (laughs) (laughs) What? So, I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you. Yeah, that's right. Oh, mate, I've been researching. You must have been researching. Uh, you, so, obviously, you be saying allegedly Coglin's let's wife? Let's just say that I think that things have broken down. No wonder down. you opened the show with um, Litigation get, Central. I could get sued. Allegedly Coglin's <laughs> well, wife. Well, I read it on <laughs> Sue Central. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, it, well, no, they didn't. So, oh, they, yes, they did. I'll show it to you later. Uh, 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 anyway, I don't want to get in trouble. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> I haven't got any money anyway. Still, well, that's true. How do it's you all on the dog's name. Yeah. But there you go. So obviously, she had the shits with him. She must have. Too, minute, too much time at motor racing and not enough time at home looking after the kids. Or she's just a Ferrari fan. Well, this could be the other thing too. You know, no no nice dinners with the red wine at Paragon. <laughs> <laughs> All sorts of trouble. Oh dear. It's but so you know what, what tipped it over? What, what tipped it over? The, the, the line is because in my hands I've got the actual transcript yes of the, I saw of the, you the, had the all that well you know this is what viewers if you want to waste a few trees get online and get the transcript <laughs> if you want to waste a few trees <laughs> if you want to waste a few trees get an Apple iPhone and wait till you get your bill from AT&T mm. there was a guy there today with 110 pages of it every time you download a single graphic that means you bring up a web page if there's 100 graphics on that web page it's all sliced up <laughs> there's a line of data Du, 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 uh, du. Unbelievable. Anyway, here's a little couple of little snippets out of it. On the 21st of March, Mr. Della Rosa wrote to Cochrane, SMSing, Hi Mike, do you know the red car's weight distribution? It would be important for us to know so we could try that in, this, in the simulator. Thanks in advance, Pedro. P.S. I'll be in the simulator tomorrow. Oh, so, you know, don't rush with your reply, but we'd like it tonight, please. <laughs> mm. Mr. Alonso also replied to this email. His email includes a section headed Ferrari, which says its weight distribution surprises me. I don't know whether it's 100% reliable, but at least it draws attention. Della Rosa, Pedro, replied 
all the information for Ferrari's very reliable. It comes from Nigel Stepney, their former chief mechanic. I don't know what post he holds now. He's the same person who told us in Australia that Kimi was stopping on lap 18. Well, they stopped on 19 because of the safety car intervention. Uh, I don't know if it's... Uh, uh, he's very friendly with Mike Coglin, our chief designer, and he told him that. Oh, dear. Mm. All right, and that goes on there further, and you can find this on autosport.com, freely downloadable. Flexible wing and aero balance, tyre gas, and braking systems. What's with the tyre gas? Well, they... Uh, okay. Mr. De La Rosa's email to Mr. Alonso, 25 March. Identified a gas that Ferrari used to inflate the tyres to reduce internal temperatures and blistering. The email concludes with a statement in relation to the gas. We'll have to try it. It's easy. Alonso replied, it's very important that McLaren test the gas that Ferrari uses in their tyres. They have something different from the rest. And not only this year. There is something else that may be the key. Let's hope we can, we can test it during this test and that it can be made a priority. Pedro responded, I agree, we must test the thing very soon. Mm. However, it was not tested because his evidence, uh, a Bridgestone engineer doubted that it would be of any advantage. Da, 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 da. So it goes down there and, oh, it just goes on and on. Um, anyway, I'm not going to spoil it for you. It's a good no, story. No, it's, it's actually, and for a legally document. It's a document, fascinating read. It is an interesting read. Autosport.com. Very good. If you know what the ads by the subscription. <laughs> Over to you, JP. Over to me. Well, I read a little interesting article on the weekend about Ruddy Hampster, you know, from um, the dreaded Pommy show. I heard something about that on the paper the other day. I thought he'd done it again. No, on, no, no. On no. Do you realise it's actually this, uh, I think it's tomorrow or what's the date today? It's... It's the 19th today, so I think it's tomorrow. It's actually a year since he crashed. Oh, is that right? Yep, absolutely. It is. It's one whole year. So... Mate, I've just got to go and turn the roast down. Okay. It's a free-range organic pork loin tonight with some Desiree potatoes. A free-range pork loin. It's been roaming the, the wilderness majestically. So does that mean it's like a wild boar? Exactly. Right. Okay, so... We're having uh, organic wild boar. The hairs out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sounds good. French shallots. Shallots. We have a larger serving than expected because we actually were having. Mr. Simonson was actually going to come along and talk. He was actually in town. He was in town because he got here yesterday and we were out at Malala doing a Vodafone drive day with the uh, Vodafone supercars. Um, the, the, the customer car things. Yep. The, yep. Um, not the races, the real ones. Um, but uh, we had to... Uh, there were some urgent things that had to be done in Melbourne before tomorrow. So, so I'll have to go and whilst he apologises to uh, the viewers... To the, well, particularly to the, to the one viewer who knew that he was, he was he, supposed to be on tonight. Actually, he was going, let me at him. I'm going to give him a gob for. <laughs> and I thought, I'll warn him right up. Uh, yeah, yeah. He well, won't be boring. <laughs> so, uh, so to the gentleman from Perth, whose name totally escapes me, even though I replied to his email. He's oh. anonymous. And, and, yeah, well, we probably shouldn't name him on here anyway. But he knows who he is. Um... That's like Andy George. 
Who knows who he is? How, how freaky is it, though, that he sends us an email on the very week that Alan's coming on, and he's the one who always goes, oh, Alan's a bit of a monotone. So, anyway. <laughs> I think we'll, a lot of mail... I, I must admit, a lot of mails come in, and because yep. uh, we've moved a lot of the servers around through growth, that I, I just don't have to spam um, things in place as well as they were when we were a bit smaller. And... I'm constantly checking my junk folders and things yep. like that, and and he's he was in there, so there's probably heaps that that, that sneak that through. We don't know. And even if it says like to John or to JP yeah. these days, you almost don't open it because mm. I mean, how much Viagra can you buy? Well, that's right. Or I mean, reduce your mortgage or increase your penis size. Or come more, come more what? <laughs> just, you know, just arrive more often. <laughs> Or bigger, or something. Anyway, it's all out there. Arrive right, more in your new, in your new ugly WRX. That's right. In your new ah. So incidentally, talking of new and ugly WRXs, which is digressing totally, must be the word of the day. Um, I saw one down the mount last week down Mount Gambia into Carlin and Gazard. How many goddamn supermarkets do you open down Mate, there? Mate, I'm opening plenty of them. They must they're, be joining each other. They're, they're, they're booming down there. They're opening plenty of uh, supermarkets. Like Don't worry about that. It's, it's the, uh, it's the uh, RFID peninsula. It is. And, uh, <laughs> and so I went down to the uh, local BP um, to get my ultimate. Uh, ready for the drive home, and I was just driving back, and there was a bl- brand new black you said you WRX smoking. in WR in Carlin and Gazard. What? You said you'd given up the butts. I have. What did you buy ultimates for? Ultimate fuel, you. Oh call. right, okay. Ninety-eight yeah, octane. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. BP ultimate. Big plug for BP. All donations gratefully accepted. Anyway, before you interrupted me about going to check the oven, I was talking about bloody Richard Hammond and how it was a year since he had his big smash. And as luck would have it, they've worked out what happened. Well, they think they've worked out what happened. Uh, it was revealed that a single nail was responsible for the horrific accident. On the penultimate run before the smash, Hammond actually touched speeds of 314 miles an hour, um, which is well in excess of the previous high of 303 miles an hour, um, which was the previous land speed record in the UK. So just to convert that so that it's something understandable to the Australian viewers. Uh, the old record was effectively 483 kilometres an hour. Hammond managed to do 505 kilometres an hour before he pranged on the last run. Will that make it an official record then? Yes, it is an official record apparently. Um, and they reckon that the nail was probably in there at the end of the penultimate run, the one where he broke the record. Um, and they've criticised the people who were supervising the whole record attempt for not checking the tyres in between each run. Um, and the uh, the official word was that uh, the nail caused, I can't remember what the words were, but something like a horrific breakdown of the tyre or something. Is that a picture similar. of him being taken to hospital? Yeah. It doesn't look like horrific facial industries. In, industries. No, it doesn't. It doesn't look like horrific facial industries at all. It just looks like... Um, He's having a laugh. Well, he is. He might have been going. It just says, after the crash. I've been taken to hospital after the crash. That could have been a long time after the crash when he slipped on a lemon at home or something. Could have been. Who knows? You know? But there you go. But still, hairy hairy pork. Not only did he survive, however, having. I did, when I was looking at that today, I did actually research a couple of bits and pieces. And there was an interview with him 
on one of the websites, I think it was a motoring site, that basically said he's uh, he's still a bit screwed up as a result, even though he's back at work. <laughs> Thank God for that. That's why the show's good. Um, <laughs> no, well, he, d- he did actually sort of mention that he was still the, you know, the crazy guy that he's always been. But apparently he's... Uh, He's got a thing now for eating pizza and celery, which he never had before. Pizza and celery. Well, something to do with the drip combination. And, um, got golden staff at the toe. And uh, he's just, you know, still not quite... He reckons he's still got about another 18 months before he's fully back to normal. So, there we go. But he's on the show, isn't he? I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I he's on the show. Really, yeah, yeah. Well, the show's it's on a break at the moment, anyway. I mean, if you're back over there, you yeah. watch it, but... Yeah. In the old country. Well, it's, it's SBS. It's still, it's still on SBS when it's on. It'll be back on soon. Well, mate, uh, it's up your alley. Uh, in the old country. The, in the um, old country. Yesterday, they were, Stevie Jobs was over there launching the iPhone. And he at was. the very last moment, O2 got the deal. Mm. Very last moment. It um, was. Very, very, very last moment. And he also finally came out with a, um, uh, a statement with regard to the hacks and said that... It was quite a diplomatic statement. Well, it was fairly diplomatic, but it was fairly plain too that as it was written, they don't like the hacking, and they will try to uh, negate it wherever possible, presumably through firmware updates and stuff like that that gets downloaded with iTunes. Um, so, yeah, that's but, uh, actually a win for the hackers because the hackers have got a re- been reaction now. Yeah, that's right, and they'll just go, they'll just go harder at it now. But you know, I think personally, I, I'm happy to pay for it. I would, I would be, and I'd do the hack. I'd, no, no, I'd buy the phone, the phone. and I'd pay yeah. the services because we've been raped for absolutely stupid over here. <laughs> you mean the by, uh, by the, the telcos over here aren't exactly sympathetic? Well, no, that's right. But you right. can see now that after what's happened in the US, where they've provided you know a large amount of uh, a large amount of time and a large amount of SMS with rollovers, and although it didn't mention that in the UK model. Um, and no. you know, unlimited data. They've done that in another country. Um, also, like by the time we get off this show, they're all have also launched it, I believe, in Germany, and then tomorrow yep. in France. Um, so it's sort of making 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 sense. But I've done a few calculations on the cost, and then I was on the uh, on on Chapter International, who yes. will be on our show here next week. So for those of you yes, who like international, his way over. he'll have a lot of uh, stuff to say in a higher voice. <laughs> about Assen and Zolder, no doubt. Um, after we've been to Jasmine's this weekend, well, after you you've been to Jasmine's, Jasmine's, which I can't make because it's a another, great, a great curry house in town. Another fiftieth to go to, unfortunately. But there Here, you go. Here's the here's the here's the maths on it, JP. That I've got. Right. You're going to be able to buy one now. I'm just I'm leaving VAT out as I'm leaving out taxes in different parts of America because California tax is different from True. Alabama oh, okay. tax and whatever. And when Just you get the, it here, GST, whatever. Yeah. The base price, and I'm also comparing it against the new price of the of the of the iPod, which is three ninety nine US dollars. The iPhone. Uh, sorry, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought you. Which is an Getting confused. Okay, so it's two hundred and sixty nine pounds. Right. And that equates on the calc- on the Apple calculator updated yes. online last night to five hundred and sixty one dollars US. Right. So that makes it near. I would think we'd be looking at seven ninety nine here in Australia, maybe six. Yeah, but what did the price just drop to in the US? Drop to three ninety nine. Right. Oh, sorry. sorry. 
Yes, that's right. Yeah. It dropped to three ninety nine. Yeah. But it the two hundred and sixty nine pounds UK yes. equates yeah. to five hundred and sixty one dollars US. Right. So and as as international was saying, you just don't buy anything other than food and beer. That was his that yep. was his quote. Right, well, um, fair enough. And you try so, not to you try not to buy food if you can help it. And he said, Look, that's about <laughs> in his case. <laughs> and um, and that's about um better fit in at that economy. That's right. <laughs> just doesn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't go there. Anyway, um, <laughs> so five hundred sixty-one dollars. So they're basically paying, you know, one hundred sixty-two dollars more. Why that is, I don't know. But that's consistent that's with the market because that X seventy-five I bought over yes. there cost me six hundred and eighty dollars on my credit card by the time I got home. That I might might also note that BA has not re- reimbursed me for anything yet, and I've had nothing from them. Nothing, I tell you, in three weeks. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. There's plenty coming. The lost there's luggage there. man. Yeah, there was. Still... We'll, we'll be keeping you up to date on that. Yeah, we will. BA. Uh, well, yeah, we'll get an acronym BAs. going somewhere. Yeah, we will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the three plans Bloody they can have is uh, <laughs> bleeding airline. <laughs> bleeding airline. <laughs> Uh, is um, for £35, pounds, you yes. get 200 minutes of talk time and 200 SMSs. 45 minute, £45, pounds, 600 minutes of talk time, 500 SMSs. And £55, pounds, 1,200 minutes of talk time and 500 SMSs. Now, I've opted for the middle package. What about surfing the web? Well, yeah, no, well, it's all, all included. And with them, yeah, basically it's free data. Right, okay, the so data data's is included. Free. So because, I, I mean, the POMs, not, the POMs aren't used to a model like this, are they? As my, my understanding no, is, they call this a tariff uh, over there. A tariff, a tariff. Their tariffs aren't like regular uh, things that they're used to doing. So they're not used to bundling everything in. They're used to saying, we pay a flat rate and then everything else we pay extra for. That's right. And hence, Apple's right. given the market a huge, a telco market a huge laxative. And for <laughs> 45 quid, which is 106 bucks Australian, Mm-hmm. Did the maths on that? You're going to be able to to do do a lot now. I'm, I I would pay that in a flash. 106 uh, bucks Australian a month. A month. Yeah. Well, I I'd mean, that's, that's, about six, I love that's a lot of people's average talk, mobile bill. What is 600 minutes? That's 10 hours of talk. Yeah, time. no, you wouldn't need that much. Well, you, well, but you wouldn't want to go for the 200. I mean, let's put, let me put it to you this way: When I was on a 95 dollar plan with Telstra. I would often go up to 106, 110, because it was cha- it was cheaper because right. they didn't have a mechanism there which said exactly look oh, you know and if they now, had an automated system that says hey you're approaching you're at 75 90 yeah. percent hello we think we'll do the right thing but they don't they rape you blind but see now I'm with three and we've been with three for quite a while we moved the whole company over and um, I'm now paying 45 dollars. And I'm probably on the phone more than I was with Telstra, and it never goes over that $45 cap. Because I, I even got to a point where I wasn't using my phone. I was going, I can't afford to use it, which is just a joke. So I think that's pretty good. And they've done a deal with a, a group called The Cloud, so that, which gives them access to 7,500 yes. Wi-Fi points. Yep. Have you heard of them? Yep, yep. 7,500 Wi-Fi points or something. So anyway, that's good. Beautiful. Bring it on. Let's get one. Yeah. And so I'm going back to the hacking. Yes. You know, I, I think, you know... Pay the buck, and 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 just do that. Do the right thing. Just stick with the the proper provider. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, there's always going to be some people. I mean, there'll it. be people over here though who will be quite happy to pay for the hack because you know there's no nobody providing the service at this stage. But when it comes here in the country, I mean, I'm happy to wait until it gets here. I really am. Well, I reckon by the time it gets here, to be honest, it will be Gen Two anyway. It'll be March next well, but year. But the, the the thing is, 
you know, if, if, if you hack it here in this country, you're still going to be paying data. Mm. So you might as well just wait yeah. until you've got a data, unlimited data, you know, fair use policy. Yeah. There's yeah. always going to be some idiots. But that's good because, you know, it'll be the old bell curve, all that blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the, bell, the dreaded bell curve. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's all so, good. Mm, uh, interesting. Interesting. Um, and by the time it gets here, you know, they've already, they've just provided iTunes 7.4.2. Yes. I think they've had a few more problems with their Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi store. to the touch. And, um, touch. And, but the iPhone is also Wi-Fi activated. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, also a firmware update 1.1.1. So look, by the time it gets to us, it'll be really rock solid. And so... You know, I, yeah, whatever. Talking about the iPod Touch, if anybody's got their order in, um, probably first or second week in uh, October, if you're lucky. Uh, don't know how many they'll be bringing in, though. So We uh, might have one. You'd need to be at the top of the queue. We might have one in time to show the, the viewers who happen to be in Adelaide that want to come along and have a look, because we've been putting on a roadshow um, scheduled for the Wednesday, the 11th, of October. Correct. Upstairs at the Astor Hotel. Yep. And JP and I will be there doing a live show to an audience and we'll be sending out a um, uh, blah, blah, blah to everybody and they can That's respond right. and there'll be drinks. Yep. And Apple's going to chuck some money in, aren't they? <laughs> I reckon. Anyway, Only if Carl can be there. But we're going to do a, yep. uh, a one-hour seminar for people and it'll be a podcast, but it'll be about podcasting two years on. From yeah, people who have been podcasting for two, for two years. years, yeah, and the state of the nation. And we might have the Radio Hot Lap two year anniversary show. Could be. <laughs> I never well. even thought it like that. Yeah. But you'll be able to come well, along probably and have a look at an eye touch and just see uh, what they're going on about about the poor video playback and the screen shimmering. Allegedly, 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 yeah. <laughs> poor video playback. That's interesting. Mm. So there'll be another setting now in um, in QuickTime. And it will be save for iPod Touch rather than just save for iPod. Because the screen format's a different size and the number of pixels are different. I'm going to check on the plucked one. The plucked one. While you yes. will probably have a little chat about Sandown 500. Am I going to have a chat about Sandown 500? And I might get the about red. good race it was. Well, you introduce the red and the Sandown. Oh, so, well, that's a good idea. Well, let me introduce the red first. We've got two bottles here. Of course, I'll only be partaking in one glass because I've got to drive home. But um, you have plucked up a Langhorn Creek Limestone Coast Shiraz 2006, which is the Heartland Shiraz. Um, it's by Ben Glatzer, and uh, it gets a very, very good rap. I remember reading an, um, a review of it about be five or six weeks ago, I think. In uh, one of the uh, weekend rags of some description, and uh, it's supposed to be very, very nice, and we'll sell it off for up to five years. It's a 2006, so that should be very pleasant. We'll try that in a minute. Oh, we're going to pour one now. Okay. Well, yeah. oh, are you checking the roast or what? Oh, you get just getting me the glasses first. Okay. Very, uh, very blackberry. Hmm. You can smell the blackberries as minute, the minute you pour it. <laughs> Have a go at the dogs. The dogs are on the What's the dogs doing? With four sticks in the air. <laughs> the dogs is flat on its back, viewers, and they're definitely all all over the shop. <laughs> it's like the Poseidon adventure of dogs. <laughs> the chicken's and, at the bottom. 
And the other red we've got here, which uh, I don't know whether we'll even open tonight, we've still got the, the top on it, is a, a Tenet Estate. Uh, Barossa Shiraz, 2004. Now, I went out and uh, grabbed this one because there was a review by the gentleman who does the wine reviews in the um, financial review uh, about, I think it was about three, four months ago now. Um, and he gave it 90 out of 100 and said it was exceptional value. And so it was on special wherever I went tonight for uh, 14 bucks or around there. So I thought I'd grab a bottle. Anyway, Very good. I've go. never seen one of those, JP. Yeah, no, I'd never seen one before either. I'd only ever read about it. So there we go. We'll give it a try. Just uh, speaking of one last uh, bit on wine, I went to see uh, that uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones movie last night. Uh, the one no where she's the chef. No reservations. Yeah, correct, yeah. with Bris Vegas. And um, uh, there was a scene where all the staff were in the restaurant sort of uh, having a bit of a sip of a wine and sort of a little bit of a, like a blind tasting, trying to educate them so they could sort of sell up to the clientele, which uh-huh. apparently were quite pesky but rich advertising people. Not that they know anything about that. <laughs> oh, no, of course not. And um, <laughs> be like someone said, oh, it's from some part of Italy. And mm. they went, absolutely not. South Australia, Adelaide Hills, with a fictitious name a for fictitious a winery. Name. Now, I must have to, might have to find out what it is because it sounds like it would be a good opportunity to open up a winery of that name. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it does, <laughs> doesn't it? Absolutely. Or even if uh, you didn't open the winery up, uh, just uh, get into some heavy-duty blending and uh, make the label. That's right. Yeah, very good. Um, now, we were talking Sandown 500 and we never even got there. We just got onto the wine and, uh, well, yeah, good. I thought it was a, a, a good event. It went very, very well. The traditional um, V8 Supercar Enduro opener with three yes. weeks later, the Bathurst. Yep. Uh, interesting, Mark Scaife wasn't there. He uh, was his appendix. <laughs> well, that's right. Anyways, appendix will never be there again. <laughs> it'll never it'll never sit in another car. He failed the way in. <laughs> he did. Um, yeah, appendicitis on what was it Wednesday? I think he was uh, <laughs> taken in with a appendicitis, and he apparently discharged himself from hospital on Friday, thinking that he felt a lot better and he might want to uh, try and get back in the car come Saturday. And uh, apparently, fell in a screaming heap on Saturday and uh, felt worse than he had before he went in. So um, obviously, watched the whole race in uh, uh, well, I don't know from bed, but certainly watched the whole race from uh, laying on his couch or whatever. But interestingly. Um, in auto fiction today, he says that he had a great weekend of watching the TV coverage and he's made a full scap sheet of notes about things that could be done better or things that other teams were doing well that maybe his team isn't quite doing well. Blah, uh, blah, blah. So I think that's interesting. Maybe, maybe every driver should have a compulsory weekend off at some time during the year where they can sit and watch the coverage and make notes on everybody else. It's like sort of when they, are to- when they retire, yep. they, you know, and they go, that's it. And then they come back and have one more race but then don't make it. It's like the error appendix. That's right, it is. <laughs> But so there you go. But it, anyway. it is. You're, you're quite right. It, they should do that because they do see things that you that you yeah, wouldn't normally the see. Old outside looking in scenario. And I was going, yeah, blah 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 over there with with Triple Eight, and I just went, look, I can't help Al. We, we talk about but things all the anything, time. Yeah. I can't do anything for him. You know, I can only write in the media at a certain sp- certain pace. The weather was ugly anyway, it so was. I stayed here on the couch and I watched it. You know. Just, you probably oh, saw a lot more than you would normally when you're at the track because I d- absolutely you know I just yeah. don't like going to the race I, I never watch races at the racetrack because right. you, you, you just, just never do yeah because you're always 
you know, chin wagging well, with someone or doing another media. The clips all last year. It was just like one year out of six or whatever that I just sat and watched it and did nothing else. So anyway, that was good. So, but yeah, Sandown, I thought excellent result for uh, obviously for Triple Eight and for uh, Team Vodafone. Um, just, and- I'll just tell you a little bit what went on there just with, with Alan coming 10th. Paired up again with Richard Lyons. Oh, because he had story there trouble with, with the pits. Well, he had trouble. He didn't. Okay, so it was precipitated by the fact that everything was 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 good. He started fourteenth and he worked his way up solidly to to seventh. If you go yes. to alansimonson.com, you'll be able to read uh, the the media report I put together for him um, that explains in detail specifically you know where he was going lap by lap. Or go to natsoft.com.au and you'll be yeah, able to look see, at the individual yeah. lap charts. But um, one lap before he was due to come in for his scheduled stop, um, it, it felt that it was uh, the car felt like it was starting to surge, and he's on the radio to Campbell Little, uh, the en- typically Lowndes' engineer, yes. um, that had moved over to the uh, to the double eight car, and uh, they said, "Look, we'll, we'll come in because maybe the catch tank isn't filling properly." And while it's only like one minute ten, twelve around there. You can't afford to be around the back of the track and lose it. So, no. and, and, and as a, at a two-liter uh, lap burn rate, you've just got to really sort of be be, be careful because you've got to be there at the end. So he's come in, but the unfortunate thing was that the triple eight car of Lowndes and Wincup were in there, and Lowndes was sort of getting out and Wincup was getting in, and so they were backed up. They basically the tires weren't ready, and they wasted twenty five seconds getting the tires on. And that's not the team's fault. The team did a great job. They couldn't do, ask them to do any more. It's just simply the case that they both had to be there at the same time, and that that then caused yeah. them to sort of like twenty five. It's half a lap. Yeah, well, they dropped back because I mean, I sort of you like, you're watching the coverage and you see him go in the pits. Well, and they come think, out eighteenth or the seventh, and you think, well, like, how come they've lost you know so many places? When nobody else has lost that many places going anyway, into the Anyway, they, they came back 18th, you know. but... Um, hey, they did a great job to get that's back That's right, and, and, and Richard Lyons did a great job moving back up, to, back up to 7th again. And yep. then they came and changed Allen in for the last stint. He'd yep. only gone out one lap, and then the safety car went out. The, the erroneous safety car that decides he just wants to pick up anybody out. They go, well, that's a pretty car. I think I'll make you the leader. And like, So there was yeah, only six cars in front, yeah. which went and basically got a whole a whole lap. So he was one of the bunch that were behind. And so realistically, the, it was a six-car race. Yeah, and, and Because no one could... It's very difficult. You can't unlap yourself there unless you get safety car safety car periods. <laughs> JP, you got the LBR, mate. <laughs> now you... Now you made me forget oh, what I said. Yeah, yeah. He's he's left me. He's left me to my uh, my own devices to go on about uh, what was going on at Sandown. Um, anyway, the, the Lowndes and Win Cup won, and um, yeah, it was a good weekend. But I must say, something which has annoyed me a little bit is there's a, a new magazine that's come out called um, uh, V Mag, which is put together by a couple of blokes at the track, which would do a, a sensational job. It's also delivered electronically, but effectively it's a Vodafone-sponsored magazine, and it's done in the style of the Red Bulletin that the Formula One people uh, put out. Probably not quite as irreverent as that. And I happen to look, you'll get a a Saturday, Sunday, and then a post-race one um, on the Monday electronically for those who obviously, because they're not the track, they won't be able to get one. And I scoured through the three 16 pages, and I found nothing... No reference other than maybe one line 
as acknowledgement that they were drivers to Alan Simpson and uh, uh, Richard Lyons as the backup drivers in backup drivers in the second car. Well, they're not. Look, okay, so that so Lowndes and Wincup are the mainstream drivers all year round, but still these guys are brought in. They're not brought in because they just trundle something around. These guys are serious professionals, and they're every bit as good as those two guys and easily able to win a championship just like those two guys as well. But what disappointed me was a transcript of a conversation with Campbell Little, Campbell Little which basically said, oh, I've noticed that, you've, that you're with... Um, you're with uh, the, the double eight car with Lyons yeah. and, um, and Simonson. And he goes, yeah, I lost the toss. Oh, is that what he said? And no, really, like so let's, firstly, that's bad form because probably he didn't say that and they decided to edit that and write, them, write that in themselves. But it just goes on to show you how you know, anti-non-Australian the whole yeah. bloody sport is, you know? Yeah, but that's, that, the, no, that's the anything. It's the tall poppy thing. It's it is, the, exactly. You know, and that really it, it shits me to death. Yeah, it does. Okay, but it should be pointed out that actually they were driving, Alan and, and, uh, and, and oh, Richard were driving Craig Lowndes' regular car the triple eight car which has double eight branding so yep. more than likely it was a car that campbell little decided he want to work on because yep. it is his car that he engineers and ludo lacroix yep. engineers the other car and that means that with two different drivers in that chassis with him having an excellent baseline he'll be able to work out hey are there any variations get some feedback because that's yep. the chassis he works on yep yep so i'm and i just think that that's bad form if that was said, that's bad form, well, and it's not, it, yeah. it's not. It's not good for for Vodafone sponsorship. No, it's not. But said my bit. You have, in no uncertain terms, as usual. Now, while we're talking about Alan and uh, Richard, um, good article, folks. Our old mate, folks, who International tells us listens to the show. Look, are we going to get him to um, pay us something or what? Well, I don't know. I think we probably should. But he's great article, uh, auto fiction this week. Three pages uh, talking to lions. Four pages actually. Talking to lions uh, covers a multitude of um, uh, angles of, of, of where lions has been at in his career and what he's looking for. Yeah, Sandown, Bathurst, blah 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 blah. Definitely worth Can a you read. Just leave that again, like last week, because I haven't read it either. And uh, no, I'm not. Don't leave it just like last week. Get out of here! You know, viewers, <laughs> they've gone viewers, up. I come price round, has gone up. Right, they, I come round with an auto <laughs> fiction every now and again. I mean, I don't bite that often, but every two or no, three that's weeks, right. I'll front up you with don't. One. And Johnny tries to steal it off me if it's one he hasn't got. <laughs> well, I like to leave What's one here the week before do? last. I'll tell you. slight revision to the Formula One calendar <clears> for two thousand and eight. Yeah. The Spa race is now going to be on September seven, one week before the Monza Monza date. And a Fuji's date's been switched to the 12th of October, with Shanghai moving to the following weekend. Anyway, starts with Australia, finishes in Brazil. And thank you for whoever it was for telling us what we didn't know. What did they tell oh, the, us? Oh, the American, uh, the, the guy who wrote Florida. in from Florida. Yep. Thank Hello. you very much indeed. Yeah, hello, Florida. Hello, Florida. Um, I hope you'll us. make it to Bathurst sometime, and good on you. Thanks Hansi Cronje. Hansi Cronje. That's, That's right. It. Yes, he yeah. did. About the, he was the Sith African He was. Cricketer. Who died. Ran and into he was under, a, he was yeah, under a cloud for fixing he, matches. He was under a cloud, or right? he ran into a mountain. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, he's under <laughs> a big cloud. What do you got there from Classic Adelaide? <laughs> Classic Adelaide. Well, it's coming up again. It is. It's coming up, and and Keithy and I got the uh, the piranha, which oh, is right because you got the just piranha. about ready. It's oh. only six weeks away. Actually, no, that's eight weeks away. But we've got six weeks away as 
uh, Mount Buller Sprint. But more so than that is that on the Friday night is the Guja Street Party. Now, Which JP, we always go we to. We always go to. We do. And we'll continue big, to go to. The big table at the barbecue. Barbecue shop. Yep. That's right. <laughs> 12 people, $60 all up. Not not per head. No, <laughs> including booze. Great, great deal. <laughs> well, it'll be, it'll be 20 this week. This time <laughs> because <laughs> Keith and I won't be allowed to drink. Because well, we're going to blow zero. But, yeah. mate, uh, cross the road, drink across the road. Pretty for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm practising. Well, you obviously were this week. <laughs> Is... Uh, is the Gaucho's Argentinian restaurant where it is traditional for a bunch of tossers to go there and um, eat legs of goat. <laughs> yeah, well, in this case, a char-grilled aged porterhouse on the bone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, pre-empted with uh, a beef kidney fillet filled pastry with potato, chilli egg and green olive with a yellow Roma tomato, Spanish onion, coriander, salsa. What is this? Are they sponsoring? They didn't send any sup regs. No, they said, listen, do you want to... We know you're racing. If you want to really pig out... uh, You're racing. Do you want to go and get maggoted? And add ballast. Yeah, firstly, (laughs) Thursday night, go to Chianti, which is a beauty. Oh, yeah, Chianti's lovely. It's lovely. We always go to Chianti when... When someone else plays. <laughs> no, but when Clips was on, remember when we saw well, Bazza? We don't do that anymore. The last Bazza, uh, the old Bazza brush. I got the Bazza DVD for my birthday, I meant to tell you. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, thank you. That was, was ages it? ago now. But don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. But no, the, the, there's a new DVD out, double DVD, um, about Bazza. And uh, yeah, so. Oysters I'm Diablo. Oysters Diablo. Diablo? Ferrari. I think JB's coming. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. So Chianti and then Gauchos and then yeah. the final... Uh, yeah, that'll be the... Uh, you'll come along to thing-o. that. Thing-o. You'll be coming along to that. Convention centre. You'll come along to that. Yeah. Because Monday's public holiday. We'll be swapping tickets like we normally do. <laughs> oh, we can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody working at the convention centre? Classic Adelaide starts at the prologue 21st of November around the Clipsal 500 track, which will be the last time that they, uh, they will be driving around there before the Parklands goes under into, into change and the new fixed pavilion. Well, ah, I tell still, you, I hope it doesn't go ahead. It still hasn't gone ahead. Oh, still well, hasn't I mean, been I'm given not, the I'm nod. not all for it. I reckon it should be mm-hmm. the shanty town that it currently is. I think it works so much better as a shanty town and it's nice to see the grass all there the rest of the year. Look at Le Mans this year. It's like yeah. The shanty town's gone. Yeah. I couldn't get a muddy footprint. And there were like there were sloppy little bars with with cane. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be the same there. Oh, yeah, you know. you've got a you've got a bug coming in on you. I saw the bug floating oh, about. Oh, Kelly's just going right around there. Yeah, he's drowning. How are we going in the meat time, mate? Uh, the meat time is what's time now? Uh, Seven fifty. Okay, beautiful. We're on track. So we are. Amazing. We're on track now. Talking about meat time, <laughs> which we weren't, but we haven't touched on barbecues yet. We haven't. And viewers, I've got to tell you, this month's motor magazine. This is quite funny. Now, we took the mickey out of Motor Magazine going back about two or three months because their rendition of what was supposed to be the new uh, WRX STI had fog lights on it. And everybody knows that STIs don't have fog lights. So because we trod on their toes, we reckon that this month's Motor Magazine, which is the October 2007 edition, with the new WRX on the cover, funnily enough, They've done it. They've got barbecues. Give us a look at They've bloody had barbecues. Look, and there's loads of them. <coughs> Blowing smoke, it's called. And uh, it's a, it's quite informative, though. It gives you a good range of different barbecues. Yeah. There's a real man's barbecue there, too. This 
beast up the end. Mate, that's a, a serious <laughs> Photoshop job if ever I've seen one. Absolutely. Look yeah. at that, look at that nice colour yeah. balance between that hillside and that hillside. <laughs> okay, so we got Bradley's head over there, and we got a little bit of like Carajong. Who's Bradley? Carajong Hills. Is that that bloke's name? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> You're just boasting your geographical knowledge here. Mate, <laughs> Currajog's not by the sea. Right, I okay. just took a bit That's of hill true. and sloshed it off. <laughs> well, it's a good bit of Photoshop, though. Anyway, what's it all about? So it's all barbecues. about barbecues. Yeah. So and they got a dog. Yeah. Oh, of course they got a dog. <laughs> Pity they don't Doesn't know anything rustler, knowledgeable like us yeah. about tech. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> because if they did, then no, that Hasselblad has just released the new H3D2 digital SLR camera. Mate, it's 39 megapixels per camera. That's not the interesting point, nor is the fact that it's 37,000 US dollars, nor the fact that it's a 48 by 36 millimeter CCD. That is bigger than one to one. But what is interesting is that every image it takes, it automatically tags the global imaging locator so that you can find out where you were if you were lost at another time and track yourself back. How good is that? <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Oh, right. that's fascinating. I mean, it must yeah. be talking yeah. to someone. It, it has be. to be. Oh, you worry about that, don't you? Oh, there you go. Do, 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 do. They're tracking you via your camera. So here's a tip. If you're a criminal on the run, don't buy one of these and take it with you because we'll exactly. find you straight away. Or if you're a criminal on, if you're a criminal and you're not on the run, you've just finished a job, make sure you don't steal a Hasselblad because <laughs> they'll know where you are. That's <laughs> quite, quite right. But this wine's a little tart. Is it? <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> Can we say that? Oh, no. The Heartland. It's a bit tangy. I think open the tenant. Mm, let's it's have a look uh, at the tenant. I'll get another couple of glasses. It's got a, that bit of peppery and um, because like my, astringency my to it. Cleansed after but it's the days see that'll be the Lang Arn Creek component. <laughs> ah, good. I didn't. I thought you weren't going to uh, bail in with the uh, the dreaded Lang Arn Creek. Uh, you were wrong. Music for a minute. Now there was something else. That's our traditional. <laughs> It's a Langhorn Creek. Yeah, any time we mention Langhorn Creek, it's a bit like Deliverance. You know, you just go down, 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 only without the Deliverance Mate, not chain. the top of that tent. Do you know that some dude grabbed me in the street today and said... Give it here. <laughs> he Whatever said, it was. How's your WRX? I said, yes, good. He said, oh, I'm getting one. Said, oh, that's nice. See you later. How many clicks you got? Oh, 40 odd. Oh, and how old's this one? Oh, 14 months, 15 months. Oh, we've done a lot of miles in. Yeah. So shopping centres. Could be, yeah, well, that's right. You can't go down the southeast and open shopping centre without doing a lot of miles. And I've just got new tyres too, by the way, which is good. But, but anyway, he's no. getting a bug eye. He said he's getting an 01 bug eye with 74,000 on it. I mean, who drives something that, like that and doesn't do the miles, really and truly? Um, talking about Miles, but we we've talked about him enough. We'll go back to him in a minute. He says, "Are we going to go back to him?" Show. No, I don't think we need to go back to him. What, well, what's Marcus up to? Marcus has just been to the states, and oh, that's he, right. I remember you telling me he he's and going his dad—they're the unreal, yeah. aren't they? They've gone over. They've gone straight down to to Orange County Choppers and gone. <laughs> Orange County Choppers. <laughs> we've got some bikes you want to buy, and you're going to buy them, and they've sold them to them. Unbelievable. Hold on. Who's sold what to who? Mick. Marcus's dad has sold a bunch of choppers that he's built here because Nick like, sold yeah, choppers he's to the, the old school. Is that like yeah. selling bloody? I still ask you, Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Snap. 
<laughs> but how'd he get him over there? What, he put him in a container no, or something? I think he just took photos. You know, hand like a handshake deal or a mo-shake deal. <laughs> yeah, but definitely mo-shake. He's got the same look He's got the same look as Paul Senior. <laughs> Bloody Pancho Gonzalez. <laughs> put one of them Mexican hats on, mate. He'd be a white. <laughs> Wouldn't be a problem at all. <laughs> Deliverance. It's just too uh, much. It is. Yeah, it's, we've turned into the Western show. Well, mate, he's all, he's like fired up and you know getting ready for the um, the big one, Bathurst the, round. Bathurst round. Yep. Uh, hopefully, it'll be a, a safe round for everybody. And then just yesterday, he said, "Look, uh, mate, I might come up to India." I said, "Well, well come on. I think we'll we'll have a bit of a party." And uh, talking to Bianca at uh, VHS yesterday, oh, yes. actually, she told me she the said, lovely Bianca Wise. The lovely Bianca Wise has also told everyone that she's single. Is that right? <laughs> I have to say that quietly. Uh, you do. Otherwise, yeah. Vegas, you know, lots of viewers. That um, uh, yes, they might find out. And she was, <laughs> I will tell you, one of the finalists in the Miss Indie contest, and is now working at VHS. It's definitely worth a look. And uh, if you if you if you if you if you want to find it, you can go online. You'll be able to find it somewhere on off my Facebook. But um, <laughs> oh, v8utes That's right. That's that's that, nothing to do with actually. My she's Facebook. a MySpace girl. Oh, is that right? She is a MySpace mm. girl. Well, it's interesting you should say that because last week when I was down opening shopping centre, there's a certain newspaper that shall remain nameless down in Mount Gambia. <laughs> I think that now probably knows the field a tad, a tad. Um, and um, they've got a new reporter down there, and uh, she's an ex Miss something or the other. And uh, yeah, and then it's funny because the boys were telling me, you know, oh, we got this new reporter. She's blonde, beautiful, ex Miss some something or the other from uh, from town, and she's come down from Adelaide. And then I'm reading the paper on Saturday. And there's a mention about it that says that she's moved to Mount Gambier and has become a cub reporter at the Boardwatch. So yeah, she's like, so uh, it's like the legend, Miss the legend of Miss Ron Burgundy. Well, yeah, same same sort of deal. So there you go. <laughs> That'd be cool. We'll have to get her on. <laughs> we, have her we on should. at least. Think we're having a lot of people on at the moment. We are, <laughs> but it's just all true. And uh, there's going to be a uh, a pool party. On Where? Sunday, somewhere at, at, at Indy, that oh, is this that, Indy? Yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. Bianca is organised, and I'm, I'm yeah. going. Well, that's cool. I thought, well, geez, I better get. I said, when is Indy? Uh, Indy is uh, 19 to 22, or something like that, of, of October. Uh, two weeks. Or it's September. traditionally two weeks after Bathurst. No, yes, yeah, so October. That's October. That's, that's right. That's, that's when I thought it was. <laughs> that's when my uh, fourth grandchild's due. That weekend. <laughs> you old. I'm ancient. That's right. Uh, yeah. Different tune. So we'll be um, going up there for a, a bit of that and this and that. And I suppose I said I'd better go and get a bit of a fake tan. She said, well, if you're getting a fake tan, I'll put you on the stage. You'll give them a run for your money. <laughs> very nice of you. And then she said I was a bit of a wordsmith. A wordsmith? Smithers. Mm. Not smith. Well, it's only Dan the bloke who does proofreading, of course. That's um, right. Well, if you got the fake tan, it'll go with the hair, of course. Oh, As the guy from the up. West pointed out. <laughs> Thank What's you. He hates me that <laughs> I way. did the have a lull on that. I don't do a lull very often, but that was good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, Marcus, anyway, would be doing that. And I just said, why don't you, have go, why don't you get in a, uh, have, go for a drive? He goes, well, mate, I'm trying to organise a ute. I said, well, forget the ute. Yeah, don't do a why ute. don't we have do a, a drive in an Aussie racing car? Hey, Aussie. Do you know anyone? I said, well, this ring filled wood. But I didn't ring Phil Ward. And it's now, just as well Phil I didn't Ward's, ring Phil Ward because Phil Ward's Phil been Ward. found guilty. He has. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 $30,000. <laughs> 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 
But he's, he's given well, a year to play the well, other team. Well, he can't race, so Marcus might as well race for him. Why? He's not, he can race, can't he? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't read the article. No, I just saw that. Yeah, yeah. Skimming as usual. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Righto. Anyway, moving on to better things. Uh, Amber Anderson. That's great, but you can't put a big cross through Marcus like that just because we finished talking about him. <laughs> right, Amber. Amber. Amber is uh, looking forward to trying to get in, getting into the Utes next year and uh, has, has definitely made some, some progress there. Yeah, she's had, had a second test drive with Kim Jane uh, in the oh, year yeah. there and done very well. Um, didn't crash it, unlike Kimmy. Um, so uh, that's pretty good. So she's on a bit of a roll. But, you know, and she's talking to me yesterday, oh, but like, you know, these all these people seem keen. I said, look, they all seem keen. But you've got to ask them, viewers, are you able to sign off on this deal? And if not, who can? Because they all want to be, they want to be a, a start. Yeah, you of course. And, you know, but they all want you to bring money too. It's like, well, how much money do you want me to bring? That's right, the mini people are all over her. But anyway, just give her a go, you know. Like, exactly. I, I, I just said to her, why don't you run, because she used to be a pilot. Yeah. And she probably still is. Why don't you Not run... No, small planes. Why don't you run along <laughs> with, like, those... Remember those banners you used to have, have behind the plane that was already yes. quite nice? Yeah, when yeah. I was down at Lars's place mm-hmm. at the south of France, they were there. In fact, they were, they were very heavy banners that the plane was struggling. And it was coming right past the front of the house. Now, yeah, a very nice house at that. And I said, why don't you just say... Hi, I'm blonde, I race cars, marry me, but bring your checkbook. <laughs> That'd be too long, That was it? when she said, what about Asia? And I said, what? Oh, well, that <laughs> you want to go to Asia, on a winner there. in more trouble then. Absolutely on a winner, because the blonde factor. How are we going to meet? Oh, I don't know, it's uh, 8.01. 801. How are we going on the meet? Have you opened the bag yet? Bit, bit, bit. No, I haven't opened the bag, oh, because we're going to open the bag till we've done this. Oh, right. But she's, oh, it was one kilo. So I reckon it's, what is it, 2.2, 20 plus 20, 60 plus a tiny little bit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we'll give it another so, five. Yeah. Well, I, think we'll I reckon wrap we it up. We're 102 10. anyway yeah, on yeah, the we we're, we're, we're going well time-wise. We, we've done all right there. Uh, <laughs> Intel is bringing out a new chip on November 12, and I don't know where they get these names. They must have this same calculator that, you know, like the, the medical industry have that with Oloxomolon that they have, and because there's lots yeah. of OXLYs. Yeah, there is, true. And, and then this has got lots of NRYMs. So N-R-Y-M. there's the, the Penrum. It's a 40, oh. uh, 45 uh, nanometer um, uh, chip that's going to apparently provide 20% of increase over the previous chipset. And then there's the... What's it going to be used in, though? Desktops or portable? Oh, I don't know. Well, you want Traffic to use. Lights. It could be embedded systems. Oh, it could be. And then there's... N- could the be ni- under the bonnet of your The Nihalen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's like Mihal. <laughs> it is a bit like Mihal. <laughs> For 32 nanometre SRAM. Oh. Well, that's We're cool. going to try at Classic Adelaide... Uh, no, yes. not Classic Adelaide, at Mount Buller. We're going to test the uh, Ixus... 75 on the front of the car with a big card in it and see what it's like up the hill and use yeah, that for a good idea. Two gig card. Oh, we've got a four now. Four and gig we've card. Got a, we've got an yeah. eight coming. Oh, but the four is already good for 32 minutes of 640 by 480 at 30 frames per second. Thanks for. 30 frames per second. Far out. Sweet. We'll need twice as much. <laughs> you can actually make the camera do well, 60 frames per so second. So what's the average run up the hill? Uh, 12 minutes. 12 minutes is slow, fast tens. Okay, so can you go bigger than 64480 or not? Well, no, not on this camera. Okay. What, do you want to do HD? You're always getting too hard for me, aren't you? No, I just want to go widescreen. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, the time versus the size, you know. As the actress said to the bishop. One thing we must say, which is 
Alan was racing the Le Mans series, um, and I was we going to back to Alan, but we, oh. Alan was racing the Le Mans okay. series. There, here was the scenario that happened last weekend. Alan was contracted to drive the Sandown 500 for Triple Eight, but he was also in an agreement to drive the Virgo Ferrari 430 GT2 in the Le Mans series. Now he's been, never been off the this podium. Is the European led, Le Mans led, led, led the championship. Um, obviously couldn't be in both situations and he had to, you know, the commitment down here was such that he needed to be here. Well, can you believe it that his, 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 his existing partner, Rob Bell, partnered with uh, uh, a Ferrari works driver called Brunei. They won the, the race. They were on pole, fastest, won the race. Where was it? Where was the race? In Silverstone. Oh, the International was yeah. doing the PR for. Um, and the second car, the, 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 the basically the people behind that really... If they DNF, then there would be all yep. over, and the championship would be won there. Of Xavier Popadu and Mark Leap, right? And an axle blew on the Porsche towards the end, and it tore the whole rear of the car out. They DNF. Rob Bell won, and won the Le Mans GT2 championship on the spot with one race to go in Brazil without Alan in the car. So Alan, you know, he, so he, Alan's won the championship, but he hasn't actually won hasn't, the championship because he, he wasn't the championship. there. That's right. He hasn't, you know. He, but he, will he get back in the car for the last? Well, race? we don't know. That's what. That's and then decide the whether, And is that why he's dashed off? Okay. The question is, is, is really, would Virgo bother to go to Brazil and run the expense of running a car over there when they've already won a championship? When the whole role was to win a championship. Wow. And, and Alan has contributed four out of five races to winning that championship, having never been off there. So he is just as much entitled to be part of that experience next year because that's an automatic entry into the Lawns 24 hours. Yes, shown again. He's been yep. a great driver. But it's very sad. I, I'm, I'm, I feel for Alan um, because it's a very, very tough call. But a prior commitment is just that, um, that he is not the single, he, not the dual um, LMS uh, GT2 champion. But mm. in all effects, he really is. Mm, okay. If he had been in that car, there and, would have been no different result. And anybody else would have done the same thing because I mean, his commitment to come over here for Sandown meant that that's where that's why he runs at Bathurst. And so, if he hadn't been here for Sandown, he wouldn't be running at Bathurst. So, you know, it's a no-brainer. That's it. Jackie uh, Onassis. So, mate, as I said, uh, there's just not much going on between now and um, uh, Indy. Indy. That's, that's right. That will be the next round of the Utes. Is that the last uh, round? No, it's no, not. One more round two more rounds that. after that. There is, is uh, yep. There's Simmons Plains, and then Phillip Island is the final. Oh, um, it's going to be Island, a mad dash Simmons Plains, yeah. from Simmons Plains back here oh. to do uh, the classic, classic Adelaide. Yep. A mad dash, mad. I'll tell you, mad. And uh, so there we go. Fantastic, mate. Anything so, else? Um, no, I don't think so. I think we've covered just about everything we wanted to cover, didn't we? Tech barbecues. No barbecues is all cool, and yeah. Thanks for the emails this week for those that didn't fall through, yes. that, that, that managed to get to us, that didn't fall through the spam filter. We'll try and sort of improve that. Any ideas or thoughts? And tell us if you think we should be doing more video. Although we've had some varying thoughts on yeah, that. Yeah, we've had people who, who like, particularly the gentleman from Perth who uh, drives around and that's why he listens to us because he, he listens in the car while he's driving. So it's a bit difficult for him to, to uh, be watching if we do video. Um, but yeah, I mean, the other people have got different ideas. Maybe we should just do one video every six shows or something. Or let probably less think. than that. Anyway, yeah. viewers, uh, just to let you know, the Tenet Shiraz is not quite as tart as the Heartland. So I'll give it about a 98 out of 100 if I was a... A 98 player. out of 100, not a 90. I'll give it a, nine, a 90. Out of no, 100. the guy gave it 90. 
Oh, that's yeah. crap. Ninety's crap. Oh, is it? Oh, absolutely. Out of hundred? No, anything no, never, that's ninety never, or above's good. Yeah, well, if I've never drunk anything below, I'll get ninety here. Three or ninety. He has viewers. I've <laughs> seen him. It's rubbish. Giving them, I mean, you know, square cardboard container of bashing. Okay, so just reviewing, we will be doing a show on uh, our first live show in front of an audience on October the 11th upstairs at the Astor Hotel. Now, the is website. that just you and I or is international still here? No, he's gone. No, international won't be he's here. Long gone. It'll be, <laughs> I don't want to confuse it. It'll just be a regular show and we'll be bringing on along a motorsport guest, probably Marcus. Um, yeah, we might try and get those guys from Formula 3. No, 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 we don't want anybody on that we haven't had before that we can't have on that knows how to play the game. It'll, no, it'll well, be all too straight. Point. Yeah, it will be. Know, a bit, and yeah, we'll be taking yeah. questions from the crowd. True. A bit, I suppose, a bit like those Twit guys do. But whatever. We'll have a bit of fun. People will learn how to podcast. There'll be questions. There'll be drinks. And it's uh, uh, at the, on the corner of Gillies and Pulteney Street in Adelaide, right in the centre of the city. That's a great venue. Yeah, the it is, website yes. is theasta.com.au. And you can actually go and check out a virtual tour of the place. It's quick time VRs of the Astoria room upstairs. Absolutely lovely. Had a few lunches there before, JP. Yeah, and, we have. And um, yes, yes, yes. if you want to be on and the Steve mailing Lewis list... Is 50th. At sixtieth, sorry, upstairs. That if you want good. to be on the mailing list, send either JP or I an email at jon at radiohotlab.com or jp, JP at, at yeah. blah 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 dot blah blah blah, and uh, we'll add you to the list. Make sure you get the news and this and that, and tell you what's going on. Yep. And on that note, good night, viewers. Good night, viewers. Good night, viewers.